0: Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of Objective Health. I am Doug, and with me today is my co-host, Erica. And today, we are um, going to be talking about, again, the coronavirus. It seems like it's pretty much all we talk about now. But specifically, um, the stuff that's going around about the connection between 5G and the coronavirus. And that some people are... You know, spreading around this idea that five G is actually causing the coronavirus in some way, or affecting it in some way. So, because we were going to be doing this topic, we decided we'd go back to our um, uh, our favorite uh, tech guy, um, Scotty from Scotty's Tech Info, to fill us in on some of the scoop on that. So, uh, welcome, Scotty.
1: Thank you. Good to be back.
0: Yeah. And incidentally, for all our viewers, if anybody didn't catch our last episode with Scotty, it was very good, very worth watching. He really laid out all the stuff about 5G, what they're not telling you, what they don't want you to know. Um, And yeah, a really excellent show. So we thought um, as long as we're going to be talking about 5G and um, its connection with this coronavirus, you're the guy to talk to, basically.
1: Well, all right then. I guess that's good. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> so maybe we could start out like you did a video on your own channel uh scotty's tech not info which everybody should check out um uh, a couple of weeks back about not even i guess about a week ago um, yeah, about two
1: weeks ago.
0: two weeks ago um that was basically uh debunking the idea that uh 5g was um actually causing coronavirus in some way so maybe you can give us like a little recap of of what you were kind of talking about in that video.
1: Sure. So, um, actually, uh, back in July of 2018, I think it was, I made a video called 5g is just the tip of the iceberg. And the whole reason I made that video was because everyone back then this was, you know, almost two years ago, they were talking about 5g and it kept coming up in the news. And, um, so I decided to make that video because basically my point was that yeah okay we have these 5g systems coming in and yes they're using higher frequencies but uh back at that time it was kind of shocking to me to see that uh, everyone was talking about 5g and how horrible it was while kind of ignoring the elephant in the room which is that you know we have 2g and 3g and 4g uh wi-fi bluetooth basically um in fact you know this stuff has been around for for years and uh Everyone's kind of ignoring it, you know, and one of the points I made in that video was like, for example, Wi-Fi was introduced for sale in like 2001, you know, publicly available. It didn't catch on until say like 2008, 2009, let's say. So like kids right now who are like 10, 11 years old, they're the first generation that's actually been exposed to this stuff, possibly 24 hours a day, seven days a week, whether they're at home, in school, going to the park, even like everywhere they're, you know, they're saturated by this stuff. And of course, smartphones, you know, became popular um, not that long ago, actually. So it's, you know, I was kind of saying, well, yeah, a lot of these things have been around for a while, but uh, it's only in recent years where we're really sort of bombarded by it from all angles all the time. Most people are anyway. So I made that video. And like I said, that was in July of 2018. And I noticed a few weeks ago that uh, suddenly it started getting a whole bunch of views again. And I kind of went like, you know, I mean, we're in the middle of this coronavirus pandemic thing, or not pandemic, however you want to look at it. <laughs> and it's, it's like, well, what does 5G have to do with this? And then I started seeing these uh, news stories about it. And what actually prompted me to make that video, 5G or virus, uh, the data speaks for itself. That's what it was called. And I made it purely because... I read uh, some news articles about how people who were in countries who were in lockdown were actually leaving their homes to go find 5g towers and set them on fire. Yeah. And then I was reading other stuff and they're saying like, you know, 5g can, you know, I mean, some of the stuff was, was like, some of the things are kind of interesting to me. Like when you have 5g, it's, it's a range of frequencies. So you can have, There'll be 5G at 3 gigahertz, for example, for rural areas. Some will be at 6 gigahertz. The millimeter wave stuff it can be, you know, 20. Well, millimeter wave is like 30 to 300 gigahertz, but we'll say you know, 27 gigahertz is pretty close. So, you know, some 5G systems with the steerable beams and all this stuff and super high speeds, some will be like 27 gigahertz, some 30 something, up to like 60 gigahertz that I've heard about. So then everyone started saying, well, 60 gigahertz is like the frequency at which oxygen molecules resonate and blah, blah, blah. And I kind of read up a little bit on, you know, more on what all these people were saying. And I thought like, well, let me just do a quick little comparison here, because I knew that uh, 5G is not super widespread. Like it's in certain areas it is. But when you look at maps of of the actual deployments of 5G, it, it cannot account for Coronavirus, basically. And specifically, I was kind of responding to these people who were saying that there is no virus at all and it's purely just 5G systems. So uh, I just kind of took a, an UCLA map. It's speedtest.net slash something like that. There's a map that shows 5G deployments. And of course, it doesn't include all the 5G deployments. Um, I also didn't include the test deployments and a test deployment by the way is like uh some people are saying oh that means that the whole city is saturated in 5g uh in some cases it might mean that a large part of the city is already being uh saturated in it in other cases it means that there are literally like three short streets in the entire city where they put like one or a a few antennas up and like that's it Mm. so you know when i you looked at that, I was like, well, okay, let's go for like actual deployments, like actual commercial availability of 5G, because, uh, you know, if you have some test systems here and there, sure, it might be hitting people. But I mean, come on, it's not like, you know, the, the whole population is is covered by it. So, so I just overlaid, you know, the official Johns Hopkins COVID maps with the kind of official, you know, 5G map or one of them anyway. And um, it was pretty clear that there wasn't a correlation in many countries where there were many, COVID-19 cases, or supposed COVID-19 cases, uh, there's no 5G to speak of, or there are a few test installations here and there, but basically, it was just kind of a simple way to point out that, look, you know, don't be blaming this on 5G. So I got a lot of backlash for that, because of course, there are many people saying all sorts of interesting things about 5G, and um, one of the concluding points in my video that I made was simply that it's like, look, you want to blame everything on five G, but you're not even thinking about four G. I mean, four G is everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, Wi Fi is everywhere, Bluetooth is everywhere. People people are carrying cell phones all the time, and you've been exposed to that stuff for like you know whatever, minimum ten years, let's say. So, and many there are many studies and even prestigious medical journals that many people ignore showing that, yeah, this stuff might not be so good for us, and in fact, it's doing things like weakening our immune systems. So it just kind of seemed a little bit odd to me that um, so many people were ignoring what's what's clearly already widely deployed Mm -hmm. and focusing on 5G. And I thought, well, you know, it kind of makes sense because basically you're confronted with, you know, Print newspapers online, you turn on the TV or you watch your news on the internet, and every mainstream media outlet is, you know, they're telling you this is the most deadly virus in the world. Millions are gonna die. And then millions don't die. And then they tell you that uh, you know, children can't get it. And then they're like, Yeah, yeah, children can get it actually. And then they tell you, uh, you know, don't leave your home, but yeah, you can leave your home. And then they tell you, No, 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 don't worry, animals can't get it. And then like a week later you find out that there are like three big tigers or cats or something where, yeah, they've got, they've got (laughs) COVID-19. So it's like, you can kind of understand how, uh, in this situation, people in general are gonna sort of freak out, you know, Mm -hmm. when we freak out, what we tend to do is try to find some semblance of control or, or normalcy. And so one of the things that I think happens is, uh, while we're going, Oh my God, we're all going to die. We then, try to, uh, you know, sort of reason our way out of it. And what we end up doing is we we end up saying, hey, hang on a minute, I, I read some stuff about 5G. Yeah, 5G is really evil. And so then we blame everything on 5G. And we ignore things like, uh, I don't know, the COVID-19 statistics are a little bit wonky, mm-hmm. or there are doctors in California, probably you've seen that video if you could find one that uh, YouTube doesn't take down instantly where they're basically saying, you know, look, we understand why they had this lockdown for, you know, uh, New York city, for example, you know, maybe it was necessary, but here in, you know, more, uh, rural or non major cities, let's say, uh, we don't have a lot of cases. Uh, we're not getting herd immunity. We, we're not being properly taking care of people who have like heart, you know, heart disease and strokes and this kind of thing. Um, you know, in the UK there are stories of people, uh, care homes for the elderly where they're uh, they're basically just not taking care of them anymore, kind of leaving mm-hmm. them all alone. their Families can't visit them. They're not, they're not even getting the drugs that they need, you know, the medications that they need um, to say nothing of the, the very probable harsh economic impact of literally shutting down the entire world for two months, you know, like, yeah, that's, that's going to go well. Um, so all these things are happening and Of course, everyone is sort of aware of these things at some level, and so then, uh, in any case, many people just decide to go, uh, well, let's blame it all on 5G, and then, of course, you have to sort of, um, you kind of have to justify it to yourselves, and and so you come up with all sorts of of crazy theories. And, um, yeah, so that's that's why I actually made the video, and it was pretty funny, because the minute I put the video up, because it was about, you know mentions COVID 19, uh, YouTube instantly demonetized it. And of course, I don't make lots of money on my YouTube channel, so that wasn't the end of the world. I requested a review, and they had already informed us because of the lockdown, you know, you won't get a review for your video for probably like a couple of weeks or something. Well, a few days later, they approved it. And mm-hmm. subsequently, uh, over 200,000 people have watched it.
2: Wow, that's great.
1: And But the reason the 200,000 people have watched it. <laughs> Was because it is considered um, okay, yeah, <laughs> by, by YouTube. Right? Because I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm not saying that. Yeah, five G is causing the virus. I'm saying, well, no, that's ridiculous. Here's some simple data you can look at where obviously it doesn't match up, right? Um, but this the kind of hidden point was the thing that I couldn't say was basically that you know we shouldn't be blaming things that aren't to blame. Um, you know, it may not be fun to think about you know political motivations and economic concerns, and it might be nice to say you know let's save the elderly while we're simultaneously leaving them in 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 nursing homes to to Die. basically rot. I mean, how, you know, how how is this how is this actually really helping people and really saving people? Um, and of course, I have personal experience with uh, you know doctors and nurses who are working in places where they. You know, some of the countries where like Spain, where they have the, you know, not so long ago, it was like, oh, my God, Spain is the next hotspot and everyone's going to die. And, you know, I know people working there and, and they're basically telling me, like, we're not doing anything. You know, there's all these empty hospitals. That doesn't mean that all the hospitals are empty. But again, like it's like if you have one area where there's tons and tons of people at a hospital and they're all being hit by this and a bunch of areas that don't have anybody, well, at what point do you say that the lockdown is a good idea? You know, it's, it's there are more details to consider than just, uh, you know, good, bad, yeah. and, and it's it. So, uh, you know, my point in making the video in, in a more uh, a broader sense was to sort of hopefully kind of get people away from the whole, uh, yeah, it's all 5G, let's just blame that, and kind of thinking a little bit more about some of this other stuff but, of course you can't really say so much on um, yeah on the YouTube so, hang, hang on a minute are you guys gonna put this video on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah sorry it's interesting because um, yeah you, you I, I thought of a bunch of things while you while you were talking there but one of the one of the things that I noticed is trying to get ready for this show is kind of like well what are people actually saying about this I'm gonna go watch some Uh, coronavirus 5G videos and see what people are saying and there's none all you can find are debunking videos you can't actually find any of the videos anymore where they're actually saying that oh yeah 5G causes because you know YouTube I guess freaked out about it and just took all of them down Um, so I was able to find some like on Vimeo and um, uh, I found one on YouTube that was actually like somebody had put it up with Greek subtitles on it so it had a Greek name so I guess they didn't find that one but yeah, I was so. I mean, I was surprised that that um, you know, considering how much press has been dedicated to debunking the whole thing, um, it was surprising that you can't actually find the original thing anymore. The original stuff. I mean, all you really have is the evidence of people like burning down um, 5G mass towers and things like that.
1: Yeah, which that that doesn't really. Uh do their cause any favors. I mean, why would you have a whole bunch of videos debunking it when they're, I mean, obviously everyone knows about it because they're searching, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, but the other thing is that uh, I totally forgot.
0: (laughs) No worries. But yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, is, is there like, I can kind of on the one hand understand why people are freaking out about 5G specifically. Like, you know, your, your point that, you know, they're ignoring all these, the, the previous generations of uh, of um, communication um, and, and are just focusing on this 5G thing. But at the same time, I mean, isn't 5G, it is kind of like a, a quantum leap in what, is being done with this technology, is it not? Like, I know you, you went into this in the kind of the, the, the past uh, interview that we did with you, um, where you we were talking about what it was like, kind of specifically about 5G that was different from the previous generations. Um, mm. And it does seem like it's different enough that people could kind of be like, well, you know, this other stuff is bad, but 5G is so much worse that maybe it is actually causing these kinds of reactions.
1: Yeah, and actually, I your your uh, your question there reminded me of, of what I was going to say. So first, let ah, okay. me say that yeah, yeah, that you know you you have all these these people saying these things about five G that, as far as I know, are like completely wrong, mm. and um, it's it's kind of like the usual thing where you get a bunch of people expressing valid concerns about five G, uh, hopefully as I do. You know, I mean, I find studies by doctors, uh, physicists, even, you know, they're all saying the same thing. They're all saying that like millimeter wave frequencies, they penetrate the skin. Uh, the sweat ducts in your skin act as like helical antennae and everything. And this mm-hmm. could cause problems. They're talking about like, you know, DNA damage also at non-millimeter wave frequencies. There are many studies in kind of like, as I said, like prestigious medical journals, like the Lancet or whatever. We're not talking about like non-peer reviewed, like crap studies or something. Obviously some of them are, there may be in less popular uh, less widely accepted or less renowned journals, but um, that doesn't necessarily mean that the study itself was garbage. So you know you have to read the study and then go, okay, well, you know, is this peer reviewed? Have people repeated the experiment? In many cases, they have. You know, blah blah blah. So you have this whole kind of uh, this movement where you know people are actually concerned about two G, three G, four G, and five G. And then you have this situation with the situation with COVID-19 where suddenly everyone's saying, uh, yeah, there isn't a virus, it's 5G, blah, blah, blah. And that's not really doing, you know, all of us who are sort of, you know, it's not doing any favors to those of us who are uh, trying to, to work to sort of make people aware of these potential pitfalls of all these wireless technologies And it makes it easier so that, say, like the next time I make a video about 5G and I'm actually quoting studies, like new studies that might come out and going, you know, basically just asking the questions saying, you know, I don't have all the answers. I'm not sure myself. But when I read this study, I went, holy crap, that sounds pretty bad. We need to do more research on this stuff. We need like, you know, a proper study, big, uh, you know, long term and immediately people can just say, ah, yeah, but you remember the 5G and the COVID? Yeah, you, you people are, you're all just conspiracy theorists and you're the ones who are saying that we should burn down all the towers. And suddenly, like, the entire movement, so to speak, is, is immediately debunked, uh-huh. uh, simply because some people were trying to kind of rationalize away a virus because it's a really stressful situation um, that raises all kinds of its own questions, as I mentioned earlier. And in order to sort of deal with all that, they kind of just package it all up and say, 5G, there you go, you know, case closed. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't do uh, any favors to, the, to those of us who are you know, trying to make people a little bit more aware and who are basically calling for uh, you know, less, um, less rushing to market with new technologies because we want to make money and more actual you know, safety studies and, and that sort of thing. Um, But not just studies, because there are many of those, but more like uh, more acknowledgement of those studies and more Mm -hmm. research into how to make existing systems better and safer, which I don't think is impossible. I think it's probably fairly easy Mm. uh, if we just invest the resources in doing that. So, okay, that's what I wanted to say. What was your question now?
0: (laughs) Well, I think you kind of you kind of answered it. I, I was just basically saying that I think that there is. Enough of a difference between 5G and the previous generations that would make people sit up and take notice and actually make that connection. You know, I, I guess I was more going off of your point that um, you know all these people who are freaking about 5G that it's causing coronavirus are ignoring all the previous electromagnetic stuff that we're saturated with. Um, and I was just saying that I think you know with the the, the differences in 5G. Um, I can maybe kind of understand why they might
1: do that, if that makes yeah. sense. Yes. There there are differences. I mean, there are mm-hmm. rather dramatic differences. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked a little bit earlier about like they're going to be using usually higher frequencies, not in all cases. So, like in some cases, um, you know, current 4G systems, it, sometimes it's like, you know, 1. 1.7, 1. 1.8, 1. 1.9 gigahertz. In some countries, they use 2.4 gigahertz, which is the same frequency as certain flavors of Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. Um, 5G, in some cases, will use those same frequencies, that will be a slower flavor. Then the type of, sort of the modulation scheme they're using, well, that's gonna be a little bit different, so, and um, the studies that I've quoted in my earlier YouTube videos, they talk about how it's the pulse nature of these digital signals that is potentially bad for our health. So, okay, we're gonna have 5G and it's a different type of pulsing, basically, to, to boil it down. So what effect is that gonna have? Uh, well, we have to find out, or at least we should find out. Then on top of that, you have the, the higher, like the millimeter wave bands where you get up to, you know, 30, 60 gigahertz. These are much higher frequencies than have been widely deployed uh, to date, um, you know, like on a massive scale. Yes, the military has been using some of these higher frequencies for various things, Uh, yes. Including, um, actually 95 gigahertz for their active denial system where it makes it feel like your skin is on fire, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's actually something people were talking about is like, Oh, they're going to use the five G system for, for like death rays. Well, that's actually complicated because, um, first of all, it's 95 gigahertz and the highest frequency that I'm aware of is somewhere around 60 gigahertz for five G millimeter waves. And yes, the new five G systems, uh, some of them anyway, are going to have highly steerable beams. And the reason for that is that at the higher frequencies, you, you the, basically the radio waves propagate differently. Uh, so in order to maintain a connection and in order to possibly have um, like MIMO, like multiple input, multiple output, basically it's just, you have two pencil beams that are shooting from the tower to your handset. And look, you've got two channels instead of one. Um, it's also kind of for for tracking individual phones so to avoid interference and increase speed for everyone like this is this is why they're they're doing this um and it's also true that power levels for 5g towers are allowed to be dramatically higher mm. but then even the power level thing is hairy because um it's uh, i forget the term now i talked about it in one of my videos and it's like a um isotropic gradient there it's it's some highly technical term where basically it means that uh it's the it's the total power that the the tower is radiating if you took all the individual antennas and added the the power level of their transmitters all together and and if it was radiating in like kind of like a a sphere out from the tower you know something like that where it's a mm-hmm. it's useful to compare power levels kind of in a general sense but um so when we say like yeah 5g is going to transmit at higher power levels it is and actually it's not going to transmit in like wide beams but in very narrow beams much of the time so wait doesn't that mean that that's kind of like a death ray well yeah kind of and yeah that actually should be concerning but then when you're talking about like the active denial system it's not 60 gigahertz it's 95 gigahertz and you know, at a specific frequency, it has specific effects on different structures in the body. So um, I don't know that 60 gigahertz will have the same effect. Maybe it will have effects on like oxygen, for example. Right. We'll find out. Right. Um, but, you know, is it going to be able to be used as like death rays? Well, even though the power levels are higher, as far as I know, no, they're, it's not high enough to actually do something like that. Mm. And then of course, people will argue, right. But if you have like, 25G towers and they're each each shooting a pencil beam, they can all focus on you and like fry your brain or something. And like, uh, I may, I don't know, you know, I mean, it, these, are, these are kind of things that, um, you have to really know the nitty gritty details of how these 5G systems are working. Um, they're not even, uh, yeah, like it's, we'll see, but generally speaking, Uh, As far as I'm aware, the power levels required to do something like an active denial thing are way, way, way lower. Even though 5G is higher than 4G, Mm. it's like different kettle of fish, Mm. which means, you know, um, ah, but even that gets complicated because there was a... um, there was an article I read where it's from ages ago where they were using, I think it was microwave frequency signals and they could actually focus. If you focused it on a beam and modulated it in just the right way, you could actually make the bones in someone's ear resonate and project voices into their head. And of course you think that's like totally crazy. And yet there was this paper declassified document, but it talked about exactly that. So you go, well, could you do something like that with it? Well, sure. Well, okay. So is the government going to beam voices into our heads? Well, I don't know. You know, I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, there there are certain things that that are possible uh, that I can think about. I mean, if you have if you have you know 60 gigahertz beams that are sweepable or something, uh, could you could you track people's movements better, not just by their the, the the emissions from their smartphone, but could you actually use it almost like radar? Well, if you could precisely control it and kind of take over the whole system, well, like yeah, I don't see why you couldn't if you're smart enough and you have big enough budget. So, like, a lot of these ideas, like, I, I don't think they're totally crazy, but it's the kind of thing where, um, to me, it's like, is that really the thing you should be concerned about when you have all these other things, like, uh, you know, studies coming out talking about, you know, millimeter waves and their effects on the body. And, and it's not just one doctor, it's, like, across the board, like, all kinds of different, you know, professions and levels of expertise, and um, they're all kind of saying, yeah, this is concerning to me. Mm-hmm. Um and that's on top of what we already know about you know like say three g four g and, and wi fi so it's kind of uh yeah it's it's kind of a pickle, yeah definitely
2: it's almost like a constant muttering, muddy muddy can't talk mudding of the waters where which we've talked about in the past on the show like just inundating people with these ideas and then kind of running with it and and like you said Scotty not focusing on all the studies that have already been done about wireless technology in general and trying to do your part you know getting an ethernet not having your phone on all the time you know using a landline all these things and just going into the the fear-mongering the scariness and you know, um, and then to throw the coronavirus in there too and and just let people run with it almost to see how people respond. You know yeah. what I mean? As a as a kind of a test. I noticed the same thing was kind of happening with chemtrails, right? Like, oh, the immune system's being broken down. This so is they're spraying the chemtrails and it's like oh no, you know, that's when you're like, okay, just turn off the TV or the computer and walk away for a minute and come back. And you know what I mean? So it's, I'm so glad you're on here because, uh, for someone like me, I don't have a lot of technical information at all. Um, and you help explain it in such a way that, you know, um, is understandable and that to not freak out and, and, ah, sky is falling and (laughs) that 5G radar is pointed right at me and it's going to give me the (laughs) COVID-19 if I don't behave.
1: (laughs) Well, I, I actually, I mean, like, like I said, in my 5G or virus video, I said, you know, I actually kind of freaked out about the virus, you know, because I mean, you know, one day it's like, you know, La 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 la. You're just kind of skipping along. You're like, you're like a smurf or something. And suddenly it's like, oh my God, we're shutting down the planet because there's a deadly virus and everyone's gonna die. And it's like, well, how could you not freak out? You know? I mean it's 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 like um but then just like the fear mongering that's going on, and and like again, I know I know people personally on kind of both sides of of the the equation, you know, I know people personally who are uh, healthcare workers—they are health heroes. They're taking care of of COVID patients, literally, and they're like utterly terrified, and they're not actually really paying any attention to, like, for example, the statistics. You know, like um, the—I think one of the recent ones they came across was like Australia has something like 160,000 people a year die, and only 83 have died from died with COVID 19. And they're kind of locking down the whole country and blah, blah, blah. And you're going, well, hang on a minute, like more people die in your country every year. Now, of course, the sort of the the mainstream health hero side of these people I know would argue that, right, but it's the lockdown that prevented that. Mm-hmm. Well, then you can look at other countries like Sweden who didn't have a lockdown and they're not having, you know, you have to actually dig into it. And when you're a person in that situation where you're literally terrified for your life because you're, you're, you are trying to help people who have this this virus and you know, blah, 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 like you can kind of understand how, you know, they're kind of allowed to freak out, right? And then on the other side of the equation, I know people personally who are kind of on the other, you know, the the whole like all of our hospitals are empty and my country completely stopped testing anyone and the tests they were using, they don't even, they're not even like antibody tests that could detect any number of different coronaviruses and, mm-hmm. and so it's not even accurate. and. And why why is the whole country locked down? We're destroying the economy for nothing. The you know the elderly people are being left to fend for themselves. It's horrible. Heart disease, stroke, and you know and so they're kind of also freaking out, but for a different reason. Um, and it's and like I said, like you know I also kind of wigged out a bit, and and then but you have to kind of stop and go right. Okay, I'm still here. I'm still alive. You know what are you know what's actually going on here? And and look at you know numbers like look at statistics and look at um you know try to get like a like the big picture and and part of that is like you know you yeah 5G is potentially way worse than 4G um how much worse well like i said that's hard to say because we can't even really say for sure what Wi-Fi and 3G, and 4G are going to do? Because the kids have been, you know, subjected to it 24/7. They're only like 10 or 11 years old right now. So, are we going to see? You know, I don't. I don't want to see that. Like eight years down the road, suddenly there's this preponderance of like crazy illnesses or something. And you know, and I don't even have kids. So I'm, you know, um, and you know. So is 5G worse? Like, well, it, yeah, it has the potential to be as far as I can tell, as far as other people who are smarter than me who are doing studies, but like, I mean, I myself am not uh, an expert in uh, 5G or even telecommunications like, yeah, okay, I did my degree in it and I understand this stuff a lot better than most people. But uh, to be a real expert in something, it's kind of like being like a brain surgeon, you know, you really have to understand all the nitty gritty details and with, with wireless systems like 5G, that ain't easy to do because you have people who design sort of the box of equipment that goes to the tower. And then you have people whose entire specialty is understanding radio waves and how they propagate. You have people whose entire specialty is basically designing antennas. And so it's, I mean, in a sense, information is compartmentalized, but to really fully understand it, um, you kind of need doctors in there and physicists in there. And, you know, normally we just have, You know, companies saying, "Hey, let's we want this. We want to sell this technology," and the FCC is just kind of like, you know, waving their hands and going, "Yeah, yeah, it's great, it's wonderful. Have you done any studies? No. Okay, whatever. Just sell it and whatever." And then some. We'll find out
2: later. We'll find out later what happens.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and and it's so it's like well, but that's crazy, you know, you you. So anyway, I'm. I don't really consider myself an expert in these things, but I consider myself someone who hopefully will just sort of kind of keep a cool head and go, all right, look, yes, I'm afraid of this and I'm afraid of that, but um, I'm going to try to look at things as objectively as I can and share information. And that's why in most of my videos, I'm not really making any hard and fast conclusions. I'm trying to get people to ask questions because very often people post comments and they, they... Say hey, did you did you hear about this study or did you read this article or and I'll go oh wow I didn't know that you know, and it's kind of like a community thing where you know we're all sort of sharing information and um, you know to me that's kind of kind of nifty, um, and as for um, you know people freaking out and and you know fear mongering, uh, I just had a comment <laughs> actually this morning, somebody watched my five G is just the tip of the iceberg video the one I published two years ago and said like uh, just a, a Curt, little comment that you know you're ridiculous. So you're just fear mongering and blah blah blah. And you know I had to reply. I, I couldn't help myself. I had to reply. And I have you actually watched the news lately? <laughs> you know, I mean, here I am just saying, like, look, there are there are scientific studies by doctors and 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 physicists and and you know in multiple countries and you know thousands of studies, and they're all looking at different aspects of our current wireless technologies and our future wireless technologies, and saying look, this is concerning to me, it has this effect, that effect, it might, it might make you know, men sterile, it might affect your DNA, it might do this, it might do that. And we're in the middle of a freaking pandemic, uh, you know, and people, they, nobody can agree on where the virus came from or how it came into being and blah, 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 and you're going, well, yeah, that certainly maybe that wireless stuff that we've been exposed to for years already, maybe it's weakening the immune systems of people, maybe only certain people, maybe not all people, but then why? Why those people and not these people, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, there are are lots of questions, and all I'm trying to do is basically ask questions and just say, um, you know, what's the answer? You know, I have these questions, and and this concerns me, and maybe it should concern you too, and that's pretty much it. Um, So, yeah, but then... I mean, I can't say for sure that you can't use, you know, 5G as, as a death ray. I mean, I suppose if you got like, all the, <laughs> the antennas in a city and you focus them all into one little tight beam, you might be able to, like, boil someone's brain or something, you know, but it would probably require a lot of antennas, and it would, that, you know, people would be pissed off cuz they don't have their super fast 5G download speed exactly. you know exactly yeah I mean, can, can you imagine if like they took over like all the 5G antennas in like new york to like fry someone's brain and like how many people would be pissed <laughs> off cuz they can't use like whatsapp or tiktok or whatever the kids these days use you know snapchat <laughs> snapchat and instagram and you know they wouldn't be able to post selfies there would be like there'd be a revolution you know yeah so
2: well, I guess that's my question: is is why why do you why do we even need five G? I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I can stream this video and I can uh, you know listen to my music and watch my Netflix. And why why the push to keep going further and further? Or if you don't know, you know, I'm just asking a question. <laughs> well,
1: that's a, that's actually a good question because um, because of the Internet of Things which is basically uh, sales and marketing. Um, Well, I would say that like in a large city, of course you have to have a lot of bandwidth for a lot of users. And of course (laughs) the more users you have, which is going up all the time, and the more content they're consuming, the more bandwidth you need to have, which means you need to keep installing more and more systems. And so of course everyone's always looking for something better and faster. but to actually decide on a system like 5G and go, right, we're gonna install 200 times as many antennas everywhere, which obviously costs a lot of money, and they're obviously gonna pass that cost onto the consumer somehow, and you have like, you know, a shrinking middle class, an economy that's not doing so well, smartphone sales are uh, not what they used to be for sure. Um, Is everybody gonna run out and buy a brand new 5G phone? Probably not, definitely not now. Mm-hmm. so like where did this push come from and as far as i can tell it's basically because of this idea of the internet of things where we're going to have everything is internet connected like your your carton of eggs internet connected <laughs> your washing machine internet connected <laughs> your you know the pair of socks you're wearing internet connected it's all going to happen 5G. And, and it's like Wait, why do I need to have internet-connected socks? <laughs> Did anyone ask me if I wanted internet-connected? I mean, most people, I, in fact, all people I've talked to about this, like they—they they actually tell me, like, "What? What is this Internet of Things?" They don't even know. Mm. And you know, like every every tech article on every tech website that I read, they're talking about it as if like everyone knows that this is this is the wonderful future, and everything's going to be internet-connected. It'll all be wireless, and everything will, you know. Um, If you have to water flowers in your yard, each little sprinkler that you hook up, it's not just going to be a sprinkler anymore. You're going to hook it up to the garden hose. It's going to have a little battery in it and like a wireless transmitter and like moisture sensors. And it's going to detect the the moisture of your yard and automatically water better and wirelessly connect to everything. And, And it's like so... It's like does Google or Amazon, do they want to know like how much water I'm using now or like how, how is that useful in terms of marketing data? You know, it's it's like even beyond the whole thing where you've got your smartphone sitting on the table at dinner and you talk about, you know, you need a new pair of socks. And when you get home, you hop on on your laptop and you surf and it's showing you sock advertisements. You know, this is like the Internet of Things is like way beyond that. Um, it's not just smart speakers and smart cameras and, and that kind of thing, it's like, everything's yeah. going to be internet connected. Yeah. And it's talked about as if it's this wonderful thing, like it's going to create like a utopia. And I, I don't really know who came up with that idea and why they thought it was good. But that's what actually seems to be driving the 5G thing. In addition to, yeah, okay, people in big cities want more bandwidth, for example. But the big thing seems to be the whole internet of things. Mm-hmm. And it's like an utter mystery to me uh, who came up with that idea and why they're pushing it so hard. I mean, obviously they want to sell more stuff, Mm -hmm. but I don't know anyone who wants to buy it. And I don't know many people who have the money to buy all that stuff. Um, so from, from that perspective, it is kind of interesting. Um, the other thing is that you know 5g is going to roll out very slowly i mean i live in a rural area in southwestern france and they said yeah you guys might get 5g like three or four years from now well we were like the last place on planet earth to get 4g because it's like <laughs> farmers everywhere you know um and plus they're running fiber all over the country including to where i live which is utterly insane and so we're going to have like high speed fiber internet and it's like well okay that's that's pretty good right but who, who's going to want like, you know, do, do farmers want 5g enabled smartphones? You know, you no, know, they just want to like, you know, call the family or, you know, whatever, say, Oh, the sprinkler is broken. Or, you know, I mean, it's, it's not, uh, but, um,
2: well, it's funny you say that, Scotty, because uh, I was reading somewhere, I think it was GreenMed Info, and they were talking about 5G being used in agriculture, just what you were saying, like um, measuring water level, soil, soil you know, condensation, uh, parasites. And basically, I'm wondering if it's just to eventually replace... The hands-on workforce of people, like in the farm, you know, I mean, and they showed a picture of a, a 5G meter in the middle of a crop, and you know, the farmer doesn't even need to go out there anymore because every all the data is constantly being sent back to his smartphone, like you were saying. So uh, the observation part of being a farmer and learning how to tell what's going on every day is basically replaced by the technology.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. I did actually read an article about exactly that, and I thought, oh, well, that's that's kind of curious. Um, I, my question is how many farmers would want that sort of thing? How many right. would actually pay for it? Uh, right. I mean, part of being a farmer is you're, I mean, you're a farmer, man. You, you go out there and you walk your land and you put your hand in the soil, and it's like, I mean, you have like almost like a, you know, it's the kind of thing where like, the, you know, the, you, you scoop your hand in the dirt and you sniff it and you know exactly like the last time it rained and the moisture of the soil is just <laughs> perfect. You just, yeah. It's, you know, you can, you can really be, it's it's kind of almost like an art form, like mm-hmm. growing food and, and crops and that sort of thing. So to take all that and basically flush it down the toilet in in favor of, of sensors, I could see that in, say, commercial farming, which yeah. of course in many places commercial farming is crushing, you know, the little guy which is uh, unfortunate. Um, so for commercial farming, sure. But uh, I don't really know any farmers who would Be that, that. <laughs> especially the cost involved. Um, maybe, but uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, something you said earlier, Scotty, when you were talking about that comment that was on your video and was basically calling you a a quack more or less – but the whole 5g thing, I think that maybe the reason that you're seeing that now is that it is, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, if it was done on purpose, I don't know if it was done on purpose that this whole 5g coronavirus thing came up as a way of kind of debunking, like we were talking about earlier, a way of kind of debunking the whole concern about 5g more or less. But I think the fact that you're getting, you know, two years after you, you did uh, a video you're getting a comment like that is showing just how polarizing it's starting to get already that it's actually kind of working that now um you know anybody who is bringing up any kind of concern about coronavirus sorry about 5g is going to be grouped in with the 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 quacks who were saying it caused coronavirus um like i'm already starting to see that kind of stuff like you know d- debunking articles about how 5g is completely safe you know it it kind of they they just dismiss any concern whatsoever about it. And the, the whole hooking up with the coronavirus thing that, oh yeah, it causes coronavirus, it, it just makes it all the more easy for those people to be believed that it is absolutely 100% safe. Anyone who says otherwise is, is a kook, is, is crazy. It's, I, yeah. I think that's very unfortunate. Um, it's, you know, it's effective mind programming in a sense
1: yeah and it's actually it's kind of doubly effective because it's you know you're in the middle of this this coronavirus thing and it's it's not only is it making people uh sort of think that anyone who raises any concerns about 5g is a lunatic um but you have that aspect and then you have the other aspect where for those people who basically buy into like 5g is the cause of everything including you know like the death of Jesus, and you know this, you know all that kind of stuff. Um, then it's like it's it's taking them and kind of like derailing them all off in this direction, and kind yeah. of preventing them from asking any more reasonable questions about about what's actually going on, you know, exactly. outside their front door. Yeah. So it's, it's it kind of serves multiple purposes, and yeah, that's why I decided to make that video, and I, I did. I made that five G or virus one, you know, and I was like, ah, they're just going to take it down right away. Mm. And I was surprised they left it up, and then I understood why they left it up. Uh, and they actually remonetized it, which I suppose was nice. <laughs> and uh, but it's it's like most of the comments on there are people telling me that I'm crazy mm. and saying like, no, really, you need to look into this more, and it's all about oxygen and and blah blah blah. And like I said before, like yeah, I. Yeah, maybe there is some effect there. Uh, what is that effect? Like, you know, I I'm, I get concerned about wireless stuff when I read studies about it. And so, like, show me a study that talks about that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm I'm not going to. Um, I mean, many people consider me to be crazy because they say, "Oh, you're, how can you how can you say you know?" Um, they they say things like, "Well, uh, yeah, but power levels matter." And, of course, power levels do matter. But then one of the studies I quoted in one of my videos says that power levels 1,000 times lower than, like, a a Bluetooth wireless mouse, 1,000 times weaker, have health effects. That's that's such an infinitesimally small power level Mm -hmm. that it's basically saying that the laws of physics as we understand them, in terms of, like, electromagnetic fields, like radio waves, there's something we don't understand there Mm -hmm. because it's such a – tiny tiny power level it's like how could that have any effect on the body and yet there was in this study and there and so then i'm like curious you know i'm going well hey that's interesting but you know most people are going like you know don't question the laws of physics and i'm like yeah question the laws of physics that's how we learn things. That's, <laughs> yeah. how we, that's how we that's how we progress how we and and that just kind of boils down to you know it's comfortable to believe what the authorities tell us and blah, blah, blah. And I'm more of kind of like a, a free thinker, I guess, you know, like my, my whole thing is, is like, you know, get bits of data and, and think about it and, um, you know, ask questions and, um, try to find some answer. And I'm perfectly happy to, you know, uh, maybe all the studies I've quoted in my videos, like maybe there's more information out there that I'll come across eventually that shows it's perfectly safe. Uh, I don't think so because, um, <laughs> There's a doctor in the UK, I can't remember her name now, Dr. Erica something or other. She had a, a YouTube video, I put it on my Facebook page, my Scotty's Tech.info Facebook page and like, the thing was like over an hour long and she just quoted study after study after study that they did showing all kinds of effects. And It's interesting because it doesn't affect everyone. And That's a common thing. Is people say, I've had Wi-Fi forever, and I've been, I carry my smartphone like duct taped to my head and I, I'm, I'm perfectly healthy. <laughs> And it's like, well, yeah, maybe you are, because maybe you have, maybe you're like genetically superior or something. Maybe you have a a super good diet, or you there's something about your lifestyle that makes you stronger and more immune. Maybe people who swear that every time they're around Wi-Fi they have tinnitus or something. There are studies talking about how that is a definite physical effect that tinnitus can be caused by it. And like one woman wrote to me and said, "Oh my God, thank you." I'm I'm so happy to actually read that because everyone always tells me I'm crazy, Mm. you know, and then, and then someone else will come along and say, no, you're crazy. You crazy old bag, because you know, the the same thing doesn't happen to me. And it's like, well, the same thing doesn't, you know, it's complicated, man. (laughs) And it's only by asking questions that we're going to actually get to the core of anything. And, um, the last thing, especially now that we want to do is, is basically fight, I mean, I post things on like my personal Facebook page where I'm kind of just asking questions like like statistics like Australia or these California doctors, you know, just just saying like look at the numbers here, look at the 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 COVID deaths, deaths with COVID versus flu deaths in, you know, where I live, for yeah. example. And it's like there's no comparison. So you're going, but then, you know, and there's just this huge divide now because it's like, no. You're evil. You're you want everyone to die, and I'm like, no, I don't want everybody to die, and then, and that just kind of splits everybody apart, and then then you've got the five G thing, and it's like, no five G death rays, and like no five G is good, and that splits people apart, and no one can actually. It's kind of like the whole Republican versus Democrat, and you know the 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 the, the Trump crowd versus the anti-Trump crowd, and the, everything is all just this insane level of division, and. I just want to ask questions, man. <laughs> well, we're certainly
0: glad that. Is you that did. so wrong?
1: No.
2: <laughs> were you always that inquisitive child?
1: <laughs> yes, I actually. I was. I went to a when I was in third grade. I got invited to this. This it was called Project Discovery. It was like a, uh, you know, you go to fourth, fifth, and sixth grade for like gifted children, you know, whatever that means. And so I remember we were on a summer vacation the, the summer after the, the year I was in third grade, you know? And I was like freaking out because I'm like, oh my God, what if everyone there is smarter than me? And I drove my mother completely insane <laughs> because I asked her, I was like, what is that tree? What kind of tree is that? Why are the leaves green? Why are the leaves, green? Are the leaves green? What about this? What about that? What about this? And I, I drove her completely bonkers because I was like, you know, uh, maybe I was a little, little nuts. <laughs> <laughs> But I think we can say that, yes, I have always asked lots and lots of questions.
0: Well, I think that's a good thing. Definitely. So I guess if so, we were going to kind of sum everything up, it's that 5G is bad, but it's not causing the coronavirus.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, and, and it's, like, it's, like, it's like 3G and 4G and Wi-Fi and all that kind of stuff. Like, how bad is it? Like, do we want to wait another 10 years to find out how really bad it is or do we want to just pay attention to these studies now and and then get everybody together to work together oh my god what a concept you know stop the division get everybody to work together from various countries forget about all the political nonsense and pool all the data and see what you can figure out and if there's a way to make it safer make it safer and before you roll 5g out everywhere when there are people with valid concerns published scientific valid concerns like stop calling each other names and just kind of get it sorted out. You know, Mm -hmm. it's, I mean, I realize that's, we don't really live in an an ideal world, but um, it's like, is it really that hard to do? You know, uh, it shouldn't be.
0: It shouldn't be, but I think it's next to impossible.
1: Yeah. And until then, you know, people say, you know, what can you do? And I say, I just tell them like, look, you don't need to be carrying a phone a smartphone around with you all the time. Uh, if you are carrying the phone around with you, turn it off. Uh, if you live in a place where, you know, every even every, every neighbor around you in an apartment complex has Wi-Fi, don't have Wi-Fi yourself. Sure, their Wi-Fi may be coming through the walls, but cumulative exposure has been shown to be bad. And the less cumulative exposure you have, the better off you are. So, you know, people will write to me and say, yeah, but I've got like three neighbors and they've got the Wi-Fi going. And I'm like, right, you can't escape that. But you can't escape adding your own on top of it and having your, your smartphone next to your head on the nightstand, you know, transmitting away, downloading, you know, uh, whatever, Instagram or WhatsApp updates you know, all that long. And, you know, um, you don't need to have an Internet enabled car with Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and a high speed Internet connection and, uh, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Um, then there are other things that you kind of really can't do anything about. There's, uh, well, if you're surrounded by Wi-Fi transmitters, well, you can't really do anything about that. But you can minimize in other ways. You can ensure that you have like a good diet. You can ensure that you know, you're you not taking any you know, pharmaceuticals that you don't absolutely have to take. Um, you can exercise regularly. There's all, You can detox. There's all kinds of things you can do for your health to strengthen your body, uh, strengthen your immune system. And, you know, hopefully that will compensate for any exposure that you do have and then minimize your exposure on top of that. If you can send your kids to a school that doesn't have Wi-Fi, like, that's great. Mm -hmm. Use Ethernet at home, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, Another thing people talked about in response to my 5G videos was, yeah, but it's got to be 5G for COVID-19 because of uh, satellite-based 5G. And that's like, yeah, they are planning on launching a total of like 40,000 satellites and they're going to be in like low earth orbit or something, a much lower orbit than traditional internet satellite by internet by satellite. Uh, But they've only launched to date like 365 satellites or something. Um, All the, you know, all these systems, eventually there's going to be a ton of them up there and they're going to be, you know, bombarding the whole earth, right? Uh, What what effect is that going to have? Probably not a good one but like, we're not there yet. So you can't really blame, you know, the virus on that because they're not even up there yet. So some of them are. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's like, there's things that you can't do anything about. Uh, you can even look into their materials you can use to shield your house. If you want to, uh, you can look to, you know, if possible, you know, move to a rural area. I mean, where I live, it's like, there's a couple neighbors far away that are in like farming country and, you know, uh, cell phone signals barely penetrate the walls of the house and everything. And it's like, I, I kind of live in a, a wireless, um, it's like wireless. Well, actually it's wired Eden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause there's like no wireless to speak of. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of lucky, you know? Um, but I still, you know, I still think about it and I go like, do I really need to take my phone with me? Even if it's a dumb phone, like, do I really need to have this thing on right now? Um, you know, when you're driving in your car, like, uh, like again in France, when you drive, you can't do. You have to do the hands-free thing. You can't hold the phone up to your ear. So, if the car has Bluetooth, it's got to be wirelessly connected because if somebody's trying to reach you, blah blah blah. Well, that's basically exposing you to to 2.4 gigahertz inside a metal can. You know, i.e. the car. That's probably not good for you. But sometimes I can't avoid it, mm-hmm. so I just try to find other ways to 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 stay healthy and to detox and you know healthy diet and you know stop eating like plastic food and the all the sugar and the wheat and all that kind of stuff and so far it's worked pretty well but um you know ultimately you know i mean i could say well yeah you know uh here i am concerned about all this wireless stuff and then there's a crazy virus that goes around and and who knows what's going to happen tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you try to be healthy in all possible ways. And I think part of that should be minimizing your exposure to the wireless technologies, unless it's absolutely necessary. And or until we know for sure how bad it actually is, um, possibly even for you specifically, uh, and beyond that, like who knows what's going to happen tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow could be something even crazier than the virus and lockdown and, mm-hmm. um, if this lockdown is not, if it doesn't cause some sort of economic chaos, I would be very, very surprised. And there's, you know, food production plants shutting down and people are talking about food shortages. And I mean, well, if you can't eat 5G is the least of your worries, man. Yeah, you know, I'm <laughs> you also have to kind of keep some perspective about things, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, so...
2: For a moment there, I thought you said you can't you can't eat five G. <laughs> Not yet.
1: Also true. You might be able to with the Internet of Things because they may have <laughs> they may have like a piece of broccoli with a with a five G transmitter in it, and you know, when you eat it, it like tracks your guts or something. Oh, like,
0: uh, oh yeah, that sounds handy. Yummy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You'll get a little instant message on your phone saying like, your digestion is (laughs) disrupted.
2: Dial five for flush.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, let's hope we don't get Yeah, let's hope so. (laughs) I don't want to even see what 6G is going to be like.
1: Yeah, they're already working on that supposedly. Oh, my God. It'll take a while for 5G to, to roll out, and I'm not even convinced it will get to a lot of places because, um, like I said, you, when you shut down the world for two months and then you try to restart you know, restart everyone's jobs and making money and so many people have lost their jobs, and um, I'm guessing that there are going to be some surprises along the way, and um, I'm not sure where the vast quantities of money required are going to come from to fund a lot of these 5G networks. So. Um but again there still you've already got 5G, you got the Wi-Fi, you got everything else. So you know, we'll see. Yeah.
0: Well that was great, Scotty. Thanks very much for joining us today.
2: Yeah, thank you. You're always a wealth of helpful information.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for having me. It was it was fun being on. Hopefully I said something useful. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I think you said a lot (laughs) that was useful actually. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks, everybody, for joining us today. Uh, Be sure to like and subscribe um, if you want to. And be sure to join us again for another episode of Objective Health. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.